Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hello and welcome to the NHS Employers podcast. My name is Nyla Cooper and today we will be talking about a new interface through the electronic staff record or ESR as we more commonly know it which will enable employers to receive regular updates on the criminal status of staff who subscribe to the update service. The interface will also enable employers to alert the disclosure and barring service where they are minded to make a referral. Joining me today is Claire Murdoch and Maria Scott from the Central ESR team and David Cowley from the Disclosure and Barring Service. They're here today to talk about the functionality and the practicality of the system and how this will work in practice. Over to you, Claire. Thanks, Nyla. I'm going to now run through a series of questions with David and Maria to talk about the new ESR DBS link. Maria, if I can start with you, can you tell us what the new functionality within ESR will deliver? Okay, Claire, well, what we have developed is a new link um, in partnership with the Disclosure and Barring Service, and there are two aspects to the link. Firstly, there will be an automated link to the DBS update service, which will be able um, to uh, monitor the certificates. Secondly, there is a direct link to the DBS regarding referrals. And how will the ESR link to the DBS update service work? Well, firstly, I want to emphasise that there is no charge to an NHS organisation to utilise the link between ESR and the DBS. Clearly there is a charge to um, the organisation or the employee to obtain the initial disclosure certificate and the subscription to the update service, but these costs would be in place regardless of our link with the DBS. So it also builds on the manual DBS update service check and what it will do, it will create an alert notification to relevant ESR users that are assigned to the DBS safeguarding role when there is a change to a registered employee's DBS certificate, a change such as there's new information or there's no match found. And by registered employee, what we mean is an individual who has subscribed to the update service and has given their permission for the employer to undertake a recurring 60-day check. Now the results of this check will then be recorded in ESR's DBS checklist so that organisations can then see when a check was made and if that match was successful. Now if a match could not be made then a separate notification will be sent to a DBS admin role for them to investigate. Okay, so what should the employer do if ESR reports that there's no match in DBS certificate? Well firstly what they need to do is check if there's an inputting error with the employee's DBS details. Mainly this could be that the certificate number has been input incorrectly. If this is not the case, then you need to talk directly to the employees. It may be that they've decided to unsubscribe from the update service. And you will then need to understand the reasons for that and subject to your own local policy, decide what action needs to be taken. And finally, um, can you explain how the link to the DBS will work with regards to referral notifications? Okay, so this is the second aspect of the link. And what we've done is we've actually enhanced both our employee relations and HR modules to enable the organisation to send an initial automated referral notification directly to the barring team at the DBS where a safeguarding issue has been identified. 
So where the relevant referral fields are populated on this form, then an overnight process will send that information um, about the individual that's being referred and will include the relevant contact details for the DBS referral team. In addition to further support the referral process, a notification will all be, also be sent to the safeguarding role where an employee has been dismissed for reasons of conduct. And this is to serve as a prompt as to whether a safeguarding issue arose and if so, if a referral notification needs to be sent to the DBS. Thanks Maria. David, if I can move to you, um, what happens once ESR sends a referral notification to the DBS? Well, one of the challenges that the DBS uh, has faced has been the ability to quickly identify who the most relevant point of contact is across a large network of NHS trusts when a safeguarding incident has been highlighted either in the media or by other sources. This link means that the DBS is now able to engage quicker with the right person at the right trust. As to how the process works, each trust that's using the ESR link when they dismiss a member of staff due to a safeguarding concern or in instances where that member of staff has left um, to avoid going through the dismissal process and the trust confirms that they'll be sending a referral to the DBS then the trust populates the contact information in the ESR um, system so they're looking at populating the HR point of contacts name their telephone number and their email address all the notifications are then pulled into one central hub and that sends um, that populates an email and that's sent to the DBS in encrypted format on a daily basis. So when the DBS receives the email, it logs these notifications and then monitors the notifications for when the full referral is received in the mail. It's important to stress that the referral notification doesn't replace the need to supply a fully completed referral form and the referral supporting information. If the DBS doesn't receive a referral within two weeks, then we'll contact the organisation to establish why this is. It could be for a number of reasons. For example, that trust may need assistance with making the referral, for example. I would emphasise that the trust should avoid waiting for the DBS to chase for a referral. They should look at engaging with the DBS in the first instance if they do require assistance. Additionally, if a referral is made and further information is required, um, this is prescribed information, so information the DBS is looking for by law, then it needs to be clearly marked if that particular trust doesn't hold that information. This means that the DBS doesn't contact the trust in future to ask them about information that they don't hold. Thanks David. Maria, if I can come back to you, um, can you explain for us the benefits to the link um, to the update service? Yes, Claire. Um, there are many benefits to be realised for both the employer and the employee. So for employees signed up to the DBS update service, then their certificate becomes portable. And this means that they can take this with them from different organisations and different jobs, so long as the level of work and uh, check required is the same. And for the employer, the checks are undertaken free of charge. It also strengthens the relationship between the employer and the DBS and it significantly reduces manual checks for employees. But I think the most important thing to stress is that it supports the recruitment process which in turn provides a safer workforce and ultimately improves patient safety. Thanks Maria. And David, in terms of the referral notification process, can you just outline the benefits for us? 
Well, at the DBS, we're aware that referrals aren't a daily requirement for trusts, fortunately. Using the ESR link means that the safeguarding leads in trusts are prompted to consider their legal duty to refer when certain criteria has been met regarding the dismissal of an employee due, due to a safeguarding incident. So all in all, this process helps the HR teams to identify where there is a legal duty and helps them to ensure that that legal duty has been met regarding making a referral. The process also speeds up the referral process. It enables the DBS to be aware that there has been a safeguarding incident um, and the DBS is then able to log and monitor the full referral being made to us within the following two weeks. So in essence, this process avoids gaps in safeguarding where a person leaves the NHS employment and the DBS are aware that a referral is to be made. Additionally, it's important to remember that if a person becomes barred following a referral to the DBS, then that person is going to be barred from working in sectors both with children and adults, depending on their bar. So this is going to stop that individual from having access across all sectors, not just NHS. Thank you, David. Maria, how can organisations who are not already engaged in the implementation of the ESR link find out more information or get involved? Okay, well I think firstly the most important thing that an organisation needs to do um, is define their local policies and procedures. So for instance, will it be a local policy for all relevant staff to subscribe to the update service or will it just be for certain staff groups and if so who will pay for that subscription so will it be you as the employer or will you expect the employee to do that so I think once you understand what your policies and procedures are you then need to plan out your implementation pathway and you need to agree who will be assigned into the relevant DBS roles and also identify the employees who have given their permission to be monitored and all of this needs to be captured um, within ESR to ensure that the link that we have with the DBS is, is working successfully. Another key point is that you need to ensure that you set your DBS requirements for the position at the position level within ESR as this has a fundamental impact on the interface as well. It's also really key to engage with the relevant stakeholders such as HR, staff side and your safeguarding and information governance leads. However, if you're in doubt about any of this and you need some more guidance, then please contact the central ESR team. And where can Trust find out additional information? Well, there is a DBS webpage on the NHS ESR website. In addition, we have an FAQ and an implementation guidance on the ESR knowledge base, which is also known as KBase. The referral form can be found on the DBS website, along with some guidance as to how to complete the referral form as well. Also on the website, there's the answers to other questions that you may have. The DBS also runs duty to refer events around the country throughout the year, and that calendar of events can also be found on the DBS website. And finally, there are other podcasts in this series with broader information about the DBS service. Thank you very much for that. That's really useful. All the links to further information will be made available on the NHS Employers website at www.nhsemployers.org or if you have any questions at all, please do drop us an email at employmentchecks at nhsemployers.org. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>